Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, which got released recently. I'm your host, Matthew, and uh, let's start off spoiler-free with my spoiler-free impressions of this, um, I would say, somewhat anticipated sequel. You know, people were excited for it and everything. I was certainly looking forward to it. Um, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I'd probably give this one of my must-see ratings. Um, the film exceeded my expectations. Um, I'd probably give this, if I was doing a score, which I guess I am, I'd probably give this a 9. Um, there was very few things about this film that didn't work. Um, because there were a couple of things I thought could have been handled slightly better. But they weren't things that really got in the way of my experience with enjoying this film. Uh, I think this is probably the best video game film. Not that that's a particularly high bar, but um, previously I would have said uh, Detective Pikachu, which is a film I really enjoyed. Um, But no, I really, really enjoyed it. I was, you know, sitting in the audience. I was smiling. I was laughing now and again. I was, you know, surprised and, you know, excited and everything. And... Uh, Really, really good just overall experience. Um, And I went into this film with a bit more of an open mind than I did with the first one. Because I went into the second film thinking, okay, it's probably going to be some, you know, child-friendly jokes. Some family-friendly, silly jokes and stuff. And there are. There's fart jokes in this film, again. There are... Silly, not really slapstick moments, but silly, fun kind of moments. But as I was watching some of those moments play out and like the the fart jokes and stuff, which there isn't like loads of them, but there's like a bit of a section with that. And I kind of thought, I know what, I'm just going to just sit back and just just enjoy this. Still kind of analyse it from a critical perspective, but have a bit more of an open mind as to... Okay, you're here for a film that's going to try to be somewhat serious at times, but it's just a film that, like, you know, you've got some fun, cool characters, and just have fun with it, basically. Because, um, to be honest, if you, if you walk into a film like this and you sort of, I'm going scrutinise and scrutinise and analyse every single little detail, you're probably not going to have a very good time with it, but... You know, most people in the audience were... Well, I, I couldn't see if they were smiling. I was sitting near the front, so I couldn't see people behind me. But uh, some people were laughing. Some kids were laughing. Um, and sort of, you know, chuckling and, and that kind of stuff. Um, it was a great time. Uh, I think this... Yeah, it is is a better film than the first one, I think. Um, and with the first one, I went in with a bit more of a closed mind and thought... Okay, it'll probably be fun, but I wasn't quite ready with the first film for how sort of silly fun. Because there's a difference between, like, silly, stupid, and silly kind of fun, right? And look, you've got Jim Carrey in this film, so you know that you can expect some silly, slapstick, fun jokes and a, and a good time. And I love Jim Carrey's comedy. I think he's phenomenal in this film, again. Um... But no, I think this is better than the first one. I had a better time watching this. I do think overall this is a better actual film. Um, I Which is good because that's what you want sequels to do. Because there was a few things I had in my mind from the first film that I didn't quite enjoy. That I do feel are improved 
in this one. I feel like the actual... There's different sort of types of jokes and stuff and different sort of fun moments. But I felt they were a bit better written here as well. And I feel like they had a bit more of their adult audience in mind. But that's quite a difficult sort of task. When you've got like your adults who grew up I mean I didn't grow up in these on these games I was you know playing Crash Bandicoot when I was when I was younger or watching my you know dad play Crash Bandicoot and stuff um so that was not he was like my platformer character some people grew up in Sonic some people grew up in Crash some people grew up in Mario it depends what you played and like how old you are but you've got two different audiences to kind of serve here where you've got well I suppose three because you've got like kids that are going to be taken to see this film and they're going to be not necessarily growing up on just Sonic obviously we live in a different sort of day and age now uh, where there's you know Fortnite and that sort of thing Um, but kids that are going to be growing up and watching these films you know the first and the second Sonic film there's going to be the adults that have got the nostalgia for Sonic which isn't me and then you've got people like me that are sort of Aware now this is kind of like a kid's franchise, a kid's film, but there might be some more better scenes written for adults, I suppose is the way to put that. And people who sort of like, because like the adults that you're trying to impress who don't have the nostalgia to lean on. And that's probably the most difficult audience to write for, um, especially when you're trying to write for those three different audiences um, and trying to impress them all or make them have a good time. Um, but no, I was on probably the most difficult audience to impress, which is like, there's no nostalgia there for me with Sonic. I went in thinking, okay, I hope this is like, you know, a bit better written, but still expecting the fun, silly stuff. And it really delivered on those, on those fronts. Um, I think there's some great set pieces in this film as well. Um, like the actual general action stuff. And obviously in this film, uh, they were in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Uh, you've got Tails and Knuckles in this film. They're a brilliant, brilliant addition. Because you've got, um, what's her name? Colleen, uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy as Tails. She's fantastic. And you've got Idris Elba as Knuckles. His voice fits him really well. And I would say, again, for the overall voice cast, obviously you've got Jim Carrey doing his uh, Robotnik performance and you've got um ben schwartz as sonic they all fit so so well together and the chemistry between at times the four characters because at times on screen you've got knuckles tails sonic and dr robotnik the chemistry between all of them the writing between all of them the decisions the characters make and the fun that goes along with that um because I, like, cause I'm not really entirely that familiar with Knuckles, like his personality and stuff. I know who Knuckles is, but um, he's a character I wasn't quite familiar with his sort of personality, and I don't know if they tinkered with things a bit in this film or sort of changed things a bit. But um, he's a bit of a kind of Drax type character. He's not quite got that sort of um, awareness of our world and how things work and how people kind of speak and he's got that bit of Drax about him obviously Drax the Guardians of the Galaxy character and I don't know if that's what he's supposed to be like but it fit him really well and I think Idris Elba did a really really great job um in that obviously Idris Elba is a phenomenal actor himself um but no I just think in general the um yeah the voice actors like across the board Kalina Shaughnessy um just fit really really well with with all of the roles and the chemistry was great 
Um, as I said, the action set pieces you've got. So you've got obviously Sonic, who can run very fast. Knuckles, who can punch really hard. You know, kind of super strength. And then you've got Tails, who can fly. Um, seeing um, Knuckles and Tails added in here was, was great as well. I thought they were really, really well animated. Um, so was Sonic. Again, that was great. Um, so yeah, overall really good time. Best video game film, I would say, definitely. Um, I probably would put... i put Sonic in there. In the list of best video game films. I would put Detective Pikachu above the first Sonic. But I would put Sonic 2 above both of those films. I don't know what other films you would even include. You definitely wouldn't have uh, Uncharted in there. <laughs> definitely not. Um... Because I, I know like Mortal Kombat last year got some praise and stuff. I've not seen that. But I also heard from, from some other people that it wasn't particularly great. Um, but no. Really, really good time. Really, really good time. Um, so probably speak about Jim Carrey as well. Uh, one of my favourite actors. Obviously alive today. Um, he just brings something really particular to this Dr. Robotnik role. And... Because um, there was some talk, I think it was like just after Sonic 2 came out, that he's considering retiring. He's not been like outright said he's retiring, he said he's considering retiring. Um, if he does retire, um, I think Jim Carrey is given a lifetime's worth of fantastic performances. Obviously he's got his uh, you know stint in the 90s um, that, you know, Dumber and Dumber and Liar Liar and all those sorts of films. There's really, really great films. Um, you've got, um, what was that reality TV show thing that he did, the film, where he's like, um, oh, uh, Truman Show as well, that's one of his other really, really great films that he did. By the way, if you want to hear my opinions and my thoughts on his sort of 90s era career, uh, go, go and check out our Classic Review Season 4 episode, it was an entire season Ten films, all dedicated to uh, reviewing Jim Carrey films. So, if you want my thoughts on his career, because I loved that time period of uh, Jim Carrey, but um, no, if he does decide to retire, it's bittersweet. Obviously, you know, he's given this industry more than you know what we, you know, he's, he's given us a lot and stuff. Obviously, he's been through some things in the last couple of years. Um, I wish him well and everything, but he's. Because there's a difference between comedy actors and Jim Carrey. Yes, he's a comedy actor, but he's just got his very particular individual style of comedy. And apart from maybe uh, Robin Williams, rest in peace, um, who's a fantastic actor as well. Obviously very sad with what happened there. I can't think of anybody else that is similar to Jim Carrey. Like any other comedians or um, comedy actors or anything like that. Because you've got a difference between like, you know, stand-up comedians and then comedy actors. Some people can do both. Um, but there's no there's no one really like Jim Carrey that's sort of still with us. Um, and even Rob, Robin Williams was a little bit different, but Ro Ro Robin Williams was very kind of unique as well. Um, if I was to ask for something from Jim Carrey, I would say, look, try and come back for the third Sonic film, because even without watching this film, you know there's going to be a third one. Um, it what I think what would work great is if you came back, 
who did a third and final Sonic film, wrapped this up as a trilogy, tied a nice little neat bow, um, continued the quality of what the second one's done, obviously, and then retire after that. Um, I think it would suck a little bit if he retired before a Sonic 3 were to happen. Because um, I know that they're trying to make... Because who is Paramount, isn't it? Yeah, distributed by... Uh, Paramount Pictures. I know Paramount probably wants a franchise out of this, and you are gonna, you can do the franchise without Jim Carrey because I think they're doing like a Knuckles TV show, which wouldn't necessarily need to have Doctor Robotnik in there, depending on the story. But if you just get him back, one more film, um, Sonic Three, wrap it up, then he can retire if he actually definitely wants to, um, and then you can do these other like you know TV shows and stuff like that. But make make sure it's kind of things that don't need Dr. Robotnik. Um, but then you can kind of wrap up the Robotnik uh, trilogy with, with the third film, if you could. Um, so yeah, but thank you to Jim Carrey for everything you've, you've given us. Hopefully we can get a little bit more from you. <laughs> but uh, it, we, we will all... I mean, I know some people that you know don't like him and all that kind of stuff, whatever. Obviously he's not everybody's cup of tea, but I think he'll... If he does retire... It will certainly be missed, I think. So, yeah. But anyway, loved Sonic 2. Um, I can't wait for the third one when that's going to happen. Probably in a couple of years. Yeah, 9 out of 10. Must see. Had a really good time with this. I was smiling and laughing and um, just enjoying myself. Which is what you should do with this film. So, yeah. That's it for the spoiler-free section. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, do a little bit of housekeeping, and then I will jump into spoilers. You don't need to go anywhere just yet, but I'll see you in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. 
Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, I did a big podcast yesterday. It was another DC Talk episode. I talked about the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger that has now finalised and happened. There's still some I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed, so to speak. But uh, things are moving along very nicely with it. They're now called Warner Brothers Discovery, even though nobody's going to call them that. Um, But that's happened, and I read an article about what that could mean for the future of DC. They're looking to, quote, you know, overhaul DC content. Talked about what that might mean. Talked about the Batman and the Flash as well. You know, characters that are concerned with that. Uh, So that was good to do. Uh, Speaking of things ending and whatnot, um, uh, me and David did our preview podcast for the final season of Better Call Soul, so that's the sixth season that's going to be starting next week. For those of you in the US, it's on AMC on Monday, and for us on Netflix on Tuesday. We're either going to do the podcast Wednesday or Thursday, but just keep an eye on the site or the podcast platforms, however you keep up with our content. As for Better Call Soul, that's obviously the Breaking Bad prequel spin-off. Um, speaking of other things finishing, but for now, uh, only for now, uh, The Walking Dead has wrapped up its B-side of the 11th season. There will be a third and final part of the whole series. There's going to be eight final episodes of the show. Those are going to be airing in, I believe, October. Eight episodes for that. But for now, we've wrapped up with the B-side, second part of season 11 with the 16th episode. Over on Gaming Talk this week, we talked about some new announcements. There was a new Tomb Raider game. There was a new Ghost Recon game. And an actual trailer for a new Kingdom Hearts 4 that were all talked about and revealed last week. So we talked about what those could mean for that. We talked about The Quarry, which is a new... um, horror video game from Supermassive and they revealed that you can use a film mode to watch the cutscenes from the game if you don't want to play it. It's just a thing that you can kind of do with that. So we talked about our things over there. Uh, Speaking of other must-play reviews and stuff or must-reviews, I reviewed Kenya Bridge of Spirits, which is a PlayStation game that you can get on PC as well. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Lots of great stuff happening there. And you can listen to my must-play review for that. Over on the United cast, things continue to go slightly downhill. We lost 1-0 to Everton last weekend. We do play against Norwich tomorrow, so look out for the podcast for that. But there could be some good news on the horizon. Uh, A manager called Eric Ten Hag may or may not be taking over uh, as a manager's role for next season. Not been confirmed, but it looks quite likely, so there's that. Uh, speaking of Apple TV Plus shows as well, um, did a couple of Apple TV uh, reviews recently. One was for the first season of Severance, gave that a must-see rating. That's been renewed for a second season, and you can check out the show on Apple TV Plus, and there's a podcast to go along with it. Sticking with Apple and award-winning things, uh, mainly uh, Best Picture uh, winning content, uh, I did a must-see review for Coda, which is a film that's available to watch on Apple TV Plus, and very, very good Really, really, really good stuff. Uh, very much deserving of the Best Picture winner at the Oscars. So that was really good to watch and to talk about. And uh, that's pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. I'm going to now get into spoilers for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So if you plan to either go see it on your own like I did or take somebody with you or whatever your plans are. Uh, or if you want to watch it later when it's on Paramount+, Plus, I assume that's going to happen at some point. Uh, if you don't want to know what happens in, in Sonic 2 and you don't want to know about that post credit scene because there is a post credit scene, comes up quite quickly actually. Um, there's a little sort of like animated, uh, the 2D credits thing for, for the 2D games that sort of happens and then uh, the post credit scene pops up 
quite quickly actually so there's that as well so if you don't want to hear about any of that because there is some interesting stuff happening in the post credit scene uh, you're going to want to click the podcast off you can do that obviously by muting pause play a different episode put some music on listen to the sonic theme tune whatever you want to listen to uh, if you listen on the website press back mute pause homepage. click on a different piece of content whatever you want to do close the tab off if you need to because i'm going to get into spoilers now so i had kind of forgotten that shadow was actually a character <laughs> um because i'm not really like i haven't really invested myself i'm aware of the games obviously and i know about some of the characters just for whatever reason i'd forgotten that shadow was even a character so when they're doing this post credit scene and the camera's like panning down to this glass chamber thing and you see a sort of sonic lookalike feet and the legs you know the way his legs and his his feet are done and i was like who the hell is that um because they tease it don't they they say about like you know oh we found this data from 50 years ago and da 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 um and as soon as the camera panned up and it was like a black sonic i was like oh yeah there's this character oh that's the villain for sonic 3 that's really really cool um setting up sonic 3 again i i don't know any other villains that you could use because you've used dr dr robotnik for two films um yeah so i'm guessing what the idea is supposed to be here and again i'm not in with all the sonic lore so i might be wrong about this dr robotnik because he, he he does point out a few times there's a particular line he uses actually um towards knuckles and he does actually say, um, play smart instead of, um, so I think he says work smart instead of working hard. You need to, you need to work smart instead of working hard. Because it's when him and Knuckles are trying to get through that maze. And Knuckles obviously, you know, a strong character who's trying to brute force his way kind of through this maze. And, uh, Robotnik gets this little device out that can scan for all the traps and it, gave you the contrast between the two of them i guess robotnik was trying to uh, be smart whereas knuckles was trying to just work hard i think that was the gist that you're supposed to get from that um so even though he brings out the i think it was the eggman suit at the end that was kind of cool to see i i, I kind of recognized it again i've played like a couple of hours of the old 2d games and i've never played any of the 3d games um, but I'm aware, of, like when that suit popped up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I kind of remember seeing that before." Probably in one of the little boss fights that I did or something. Um, so that was that was cool to see. Um, so I'm guessing that Robotnik has had Shadow, like, in this chamber, ready for like you know the third attempt. Because first attempt, first film, it's him on his own against Sonic. Second film obviously tries to manipulate uh, Knuckles. It doesn't work in the end. And he tries to use, you know, as a backup plan, tries to use his Eggman suit thing. Third film you get Shadow out. Now, that would all wrap it up really nicely for a third film and, and, and a trilogy. Because after you pull out, you know, the, the Shadow thing and you use that character... I don't know what you would do with a fourth film. That's what I'm. That's what kind of what I meant. Where it's like, okay, if you bring back, if you manage to convince Jim Carrey to come back, and you have him and 
Shadow against Knuckles, Tails, Sonic. You have that as a big conclusion as the third film. I don't know what you actually do for a fourth film. So given that they want to spin this off and give like you know Knuckles a TV show, cool, fine. Um, probably do some stuff with Tails or, or, or whatever. Um, and maybe some other things. Because uh, Paramount will obviously... Paramount will want this to be a franchise. And it's been very successful so far with two films. I just don't know what you do with a fourth film. But a third film makes a lot of sense. Shadow, Dr. Robotnik, you bring him back. Because the film, sure, it tries to make you think that Robotnik's dead. But he probably isn't. Um... And, you know, if you do another, hey, I'm back again, but this time, instead of Knuckles, I brought Shadow. Um, and we don't really know what Sonic knows about Shadow, because he didn't know who Tails was. He didn't know who Knuckles was either, and I was very curious about that um, in this film, as to how you were going to introduce those characters. Because I think we did get the post credit scene. Yeah, we got a post credit scene, didn't we, at the end of Sonic 1? And it was Tails coming through that portal... Um, and obviously Knuckles was kind of just announced afterwards, so, yeah, um, but good that they're, they're both in this film, I think it would have been a bit too much of a slow burn if you do, like, Sonic in film one, Knuckles and, or Towers and Sonic in film two, and then Knuckles in the third film, uh, so I'm glad that they put both of them in, but yeah, that could work out to be a great kind of thing, um, I remember seeing some photos with... Um, Shadow himself and he's got like a rocket launcher I can't remember what he shoots out of it if it's just missiles or something else Sonic related something to do with rings maybe I I, I don't know um, again I'm curious to see how that works out in the third film um, but now I'm 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 invested I'm 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 all in now um, I'm curious to see what they do with this you know Knuckles TV show um, I'm definitely more excited for us. Sonic 3 than I'm for a Knuckles TV show but maybe they'll do something in the third Knuckles film to set up what they're doing with the Knuckles TV show uh, so we shall see um, what else do we want to talk about uh, yeah, yeah the c- couple of the things that like just about worked but didn't quite work um, there's the extension of the wedding thing in this because you get a bit of like a tease of it in the trailer the, the wedding scene and obviously uh What's her name's phone is is going off. Uh and then it plays the Sonic theme tune. See Uncharted, that's how you use a that's how you use your theme tune. You don't <laughs> Uncharted was so bad. Um yeah, Sonic makes actual good use of its its theme tune in, in this, which is which is good, or or of its of its music, which is good as well. And then you get like the wife, I think her name was called Rachel. Um she kind of goes off on one, and then that gets resolved. I thought that was again kind of fun, and seeing like the lengths that she would go to and stuff was. As it started happening, and you get this sort of like sneaky or stealth rogue mission thing. I was like, okay, where are you going with this? Um, because she Rachel, whatever her name was, wanted to get back at her husband because they're all FBI agents. And the other woman, whose name I can't remember, is trying to get into the building to get Sonic and Tails out. But then it kind of just works itself out in the end. That, that was fine. It was one of the film's, not necessarily weakest points, but most out of place kind of things. But there is kind of a reason for it to be there. 
because um, the guy who's in charge of the operation is saying that they wanted it, that they were trying to track down, um, uh, what was that, I think, Sonic or Robotnik or, or whatever. Um, so it, it wasn't like the the best thing in the film, but I wasn't like rolling my eyes or whatever. I was again, I was just trying to have kind of fun with it, and you've you've got the quite well done part of those scenes. Um, <laughs> where um, James Marsden's character, uh, he's like, "You have to give me this ring," um, and Rachel's like, "What the hell is you know kind of going on?" That was that was kind of fun and funny, but they opened that portal and. Um, you just see all this snow just coming through, and Sonic's like, "Hey, I'm coming through." That was uh, that was pretty fun. So that was uh, that was good. Uh, I wondered where Tails actually was for a second. I was like, "Where is Tails?" I can't see her, but um, yeah, she was obviously buried under the snow and stuff. So that was that was quite cool. Uh, so yeah, all good with that. All good stuff there. Um, again, they go with the fuck jokes stuff <laughs> you know when sonic is trying to be this rogue uh like batman ish kind of character that was that was kind of fun uh he's like hey i had too many chili hot dogs or whatever he says and that was yeah um they, they didn't spend too much time on it that was that was fine uh i did actually miss the first couple of minutes of this i don't know if anything significant happened in the first couple of minutes but yeah uh for those of you that have obviously seen the film in the spoiler section i got because my bus stopped a couple of times to help even out the service, whatever that's supposed to mean. It made me late anyway. Um, yeah, I got into the cinema as the 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 uh, the scene in the trailer where all the um, drains are being burst open. That's that that's when I got. I, I was walking in and I heard Sonic talking, and then I went and obviously sat down, got my seat, um, and I I got in as that scene was happening so I don't know if I missed anything before that but I doubt it so because I was only like five minutes late anyway um there was that um but no that's that's pretty much most of the spoiler stuff obviously uh Shadow is the big thing here um again third and final film wrap it up give Shadow some some screen time and that see how because yeah that's interesting as well with um like I said you had the kind of on-screen chemistry between Robotnik, Shadow, Tails, Knuckles. What happens when you throw Shadow in that mix as well? I don't know. Um, what one for? If you were going to do the third film without Jim Carrey, and they did say that they wouldn't recast him, and again, I don't, I don't even know who you would, who you would recast him as. Um, yeah. So, but what I think would be a bit of a letdown is if you did not only the film without Jim Carrey. But if you had like a like Shadow is the villain and Robotnik is not there, I think that I mean it, it might work out better than what I'm thinking right now. But it's just the setup there. I think you know works. It just it just works better with Jim in the film. I think, but we'll have to see what happens. Anyway, that's pretty much most of my thoughts on Sonic. I'm looking forward to the uh, third film and seeing what comes out of that. Um, for those of you that have seen this, obviously in the spoiler section, what did you think? What do you think about? Jim Carrey and what might happen with that and uh, you know do you think they should wrap it convince try and convince him to come back for a third and final film wrap it up with the shadow thing going on everything um, was there anything that didn't quite click for you like with the wedding scene stuff maybe I know a few people kind of talked about that angle of the film 
um yeah what worked best for you all that kind of stuff what do you what do you kind of think uh let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments about this film or anything that i said matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk is a contact page and information in your show notes so let me know what you think um i do need to go and play a sonic game at some point like properly sit down and and play one of them i think it's probably best for me to start off with the 2d games unless for, for those of you that are like big sonic fans you've played all the games or whatever um, let me know which of them are like the best ones because I honestly don't even know. Um, I think I've got Sonic Forces through PlayStation Plus. Um, I think that's one that's got Shadow in the game, uh, but I don't really know like which ones are the best, which ones are the worst, which ones to avoid. Um, if there's any collections or bundles on anything, I, I don't know. But um, to me, it seems best to just start with Sonic 1, the 2D version, and kind of work my way from there, maybe, because I'm curious to play them. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever, Matthew at Entertainment, talk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, contact page, information in the show notes. Uh, there's a big email box on the website you can use as well, uh, on the uh, website version of the episode. People seem to like using that, so you can do so as well. There's also a clickable email name in your show notes, so use that if you would like to. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcasts. So check out all of what we've got. Uh, if you want to support us through other methods, aside from listening to more episodes, which you can do, you can also tell other people about the content that we make. Uh, just tell them about what we're doing, where they can find it, either by just telling them or social media. There's all those options as well. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Go and check out our Patreon page for all that stuff. Uh, for those options and things to support us over there. Uh, if you want your TV and your film news, um, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Uh, Geektown Radio episodes release on Tuesdays. You can either find it on the website or your favourite podcast platforms, however you want to do that. Bex is still streaming very regularly over on Twitch. You can find her content by searching for Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, over on Twitch to see what she's doing. She's doing Tomb Raider on Mondays, I think, still. Um, do, she does some charity streams sometimes, retro games, chat shows, all that kind of stuff. And if you want to see some photos of her at some convention things that she was doing recently, you can also find her on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Trista Bites, same spelling, all that kind of stuff. So find her over there. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK for my different gaming streams. For all of that, if you've missed any of the Twitch streams or you want to find the gaming clips that I've got, you can find all of that stuff archived over on the YouTube channel, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.